Hello, everyone. You're listening to Turning the Page with Jer and Joe. And we are going to be sharing life experiences in hopes to give you encouragement, inspiration, maybe some different outlooks on life and how to get through those obstacles that you might be facing. Yes, we hope to be entertaining and sharing our life stories that maybe you can also relate to. We're going to have some fun as we do this. As my wife always says, we might cry, we're going to laugh, we're going to have some really good times. But you're also going to be able to relate to our lives and some of the things that we've gone through. Yes, and our goal is to be transparent and raw with all of y'all. So, turn your volume up and let's get started. Let's go. Hi, doll. Hi. I like that sweater. Is that new? No. I have never I've seen you wear that before. Old no, thing for years. I have never seen you wear that before. Yes, you have. You just mm-hmm. don't remember. Nope, that is completely new. You tend to forget things. Babe, there's an elephant in the room with us. <laughs> no, there's not. Yes, there is. No. Why is that in here? There are daffodils in the room with us. Those don't belong in our podcast room. Those belong in. But they're the just so room. beautiful. I had to. And you want to know why? Because I'm going to share. Wow. So yesterday, yesterday, my husband got me these beautiful daffodils, okay, with the cute little card when he came home from work. Unexpected. These are like out of the blue, just because flowers, (laughs) which he has yet to do since we've been married. Till yesterday. Till yesterday. There's only two times he's ever given me flowers when we were dating. And both times I was out of town. And when I got back from out of town, he had flowers waiting for me. Well, I didn't go out of town this time. And he got daffodils. And I was going to actually share this on social media. I still might. I might might make a TikTok about it. But he wrote... Bebe, mi amor, te quiero mucho. <laughs> Look, he writes in Spanish. <laughs> he doesn't even speak Spanish. Okay. <laughs> and are you really reading the whole thing? No. That's personal. I'm not reading. That is personal. <laughs> I'm not reading the whole thing. I'm just going to read my favorite part. I think people already cut out. They're not listening. Anymore. Yes, they are. <laughs> Listen, I love handwritten notes handwritten letters, handwritten anything. It could be on a sticky note. It can be on the back of a Chinese menu. I don't care. I just like it handwritten. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to try this. <laughs> I'm going to go. Next time I go get Chinese food, I'm getting a menu and I'm going to surprise you with it I'm and I'm going to get a reaction. If see if that's true. If it's handwritten, I will love it. Okay. So my favorite part, well, first of all, like he wrote, a lot. Look at this. What? Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love everything about it. But I'm only going to read because it is kind of personal. But I'm only going to read the first part because he put <laughs> thought and effort into this, ladies. Okay. Mm. And it reads, you are my daffodil. Daffodil symbolizes rebirth and new beginnings. I love you. What? Yes, it does. So not only was he thoughtful about the daffodils and it, what it, they symbolize, he did research about it. Oh, my gosh. Heart drops to floor. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, you know, explaining our marriage and what it means to him. How about the top part? Do you like my top part? I do like the top part. Um, oh, but, but what? <laughs> you want me to read the whole thing? No, I'm just saying. I, I put like some it. thought into that too. You did. The top part basically talks about all of the physical characteristics he loves about me <laughs> in detail. <laughs> and then the bottom part is his heart. And he shares how I make him feel, how our marriage makes him feel, and how this is a rebirth in marriage for him that he didn't think was possible. And guess what? Anything is possible, boo. I I didn't think I would ever get where I am Well, you know, I just had to give a shout out to my hubby, and that's why these daffodils are going to be here. 
the duration of the podcast because they want to show themselves off. That's distracting. No, it's not. <laughs> you want me to move it back? I'll no, move you're it good. Back. Look, look. Mira. Ooh, Ay, que there you go, Okay. Vamos. Muy grande. But yet... Que bueno. Ay, ay. Well, babe. Muy fuego. Babe, I really appreciated the flowers yesterday. I, don't I think, appreciate you. I don't you. think you know how much I appreciated them. So I had to share it with the world. <laughs> that was very thoughtful. I learned something new about daffodils. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty flower. It is. It's cute. Very. It's different. And they smell like strong. I know. I can smell it now. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. Is it going to bother you? No. Okay, cool. No. I took my nasal spray this morning. <laughs> yeah. I have. He's, he's it, had some allergies. It's annoying, but allergies have been Oh, I know. Me. Crazy weather in um, Burke today. You know, it's snowing. snowing in March. March 16th and it's snowing outside. It's the 17th. March 17th and it's snowing outside. Yeah. Today's the 17th. We are filming a day late. We normally film on Thursdays. Uh, yep. Just had a crazy busy week so far. Yep. This won't be out till today. Tuesday. Tuesday, today. No, I won't be out till the following Tuesday. I know. But when it comes out on Tuesday, it's today. <laughs> yes you have a point there <laughs> awesome baby well we are over the 10 episode hump we are on episode 11 wow Yee! congratulations boo you know this this was something that we seen in a vision of happening and you in the beginning before we even talked about all this you had wanted to do a, a blog mm -hmm. blog or a vlog a blog. blog. I'm more of a writer. And probably for the past two years, I had always been wanting to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Didn't know what the podcast was going to be. At first, I started recording some videos and did like some stuff with music and with guitar. And then I was like, uh, which I have never seen. No. Cough them <laughs> you up. You probably don't want to. I want to see. It was horrible. It was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> Um, and then like, there's other things that I enjoy doing. I enjoy mountain biking. I was like, maybe I'll do something mountain biking. I got a lot of footage of that. I probably got a good six, eight hours. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's probably a good start. And then I was like, mm, no, I just wasn't passionate about it. There wasn't like that drive to like, oh, I want to do this. Like, yeah, I think it would have probably faded out or not got exciting, you know? And then we became a thing. And it had always been in the back of my mind, always been thinking about it. I've always been like, man, it'd be so nice to do that. And then with your personality, see. she cray cray. She I likes attention. Not. She likes the limelight. Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> She's a peacock in a bright room. That's you, honey. With a spotlight on you. <laughs> no. Shaking that tail feather. No, 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 no. That's all yeah. you. We had this conversation before. I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little I bit. I know you are. <laughs> but um, when we did come to that, it was like, oh, this just fits. And we've had some experiences with relationships, and it has not always been yeah. great experiences. Both, you know, had gone through some ups and downs, and, mm -hmm. you know, Every everyone that has been in a relationship has experienced some type of disappointment. Yes. You've been betrayed. Hopefully not much, if any. Um you probably have had failed relationships. And a lot of times we don't have like some people might have a person they can go to and talk to. Mm -hmm. I don't ever remember going to anyone close to me besides like a pastor or some type of like counselor or mm -hmm. something that I could like be open with. And sometimes when it was a counselor, it just never felt personal. Mm -hmm. It just felt like you're expressing your things to someone and they're just like, hmm, okay, how'd that make you feel? 
you know, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'm not downing that, but sometimes we're looking for certain things in, we're looking for advice or we're looking for someone that we can relate to through things that we've gone through because stories or experiences, like when you talk about things from past experiences that you had or maybe stuff in your youth or, or stuff like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't relate to it. And I'm like, huh, I don't know. I don't I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what that's like. Right. But then there's other things that we've gone through. And like I'm like, oh, man, that like that hits home. Mm-hmm. So when we started coming together and we started, you know, we were I asked you to be my girlfriend. <laughs> be yes. my boo thing. <laughs> And, you know, we didn't we didn't talk about this right away, but it was already in the back of my mind like, oh, man, this would be nice. This would be something I'd be interested in doing. Mm-hmm. And then finally expressed it. And you're like, uh, a podcast? With I me? I thought about doing a blog. I wanted to do this a long time ago. She already had a name. She had all kinds of stuff, which we're using now. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's it's we're here now. We're doing 11th episode. 11. And, and it, I enjoy it. I look forward to this. I do too, because it's an hour a week that we get to spend together. I consider it one of our quality time moments. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I learn something new about you. Sometimes you learn something new about me because I feel like we are still learning. Um, and you might not relate to everything that I say, like you mentioned, yeah. but someone else might. And just Absolutely. like I might not relate to you. Absolutely. You know, and... And I think what you said earlier about some people don't have someone that they can be open with and talk to and get advice from. Uh, there's a lot of people like that. Maybe they don't have someone in their life that they're not comfortable being that open with. And, you know, just listening to a couple of strangers here sharing their life stories. Yeah. They might say, hey, well, they've got, they went, got through this. They've experienced this and I will come out better on the other end later, you know? So yeah. it, it's, it's definitely been nice hearing from those who we have reached who tell us that, that it's helped them take the next step that they need to take in whatever situation they're in. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think of, Going through those times, when you're in that place of desperation or your marriage is not healthy or you're not in a place that you can like, you know, I can be myself or I feel like everything is working and working on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and is working well and going forward. When you're in that place when it's not, everything keeps breaking down. Your communication breaks down. Your love life breaks down. Your spending time together breaks down. You know, all this stuff just doesn't seem to work and you can't get that connection of where you're close to each other. It's hard to talk to someone in that position because one, you have to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You have to find someone who you can talk to. Who you trust. Who you trust. Who's not going to judge. And why is that? Or take sides. Why why do you have to be cautious on who you tell or who you share with? Well, the the thing about sharing issues in your relationship or your struggles in your relationship with with someone else is that you know maybe your your partner did something wrong and and you don't know how to handle it right well now they're going to view your partner differently they might not like them after that but you're going to forgive them and still love them and still stay with them and so i think it's really important to have that person or find a person that is not going to take sides Mm. someone maybe older or wiser who has already been through it you know that can speak to both sides which i have people in my life that that do that um a couple of people and i know i can go to them i can tell them this is my situation and this is what i have tried to fix it this is what i have not tried i don't know what to do anymore I need some guidance and they'll tell you, well, have you tried this? Have you done this? Or they're, I like to call them my spiritual guides, you know, or my spiritual godmothers because, you know, they're, they're always older than me. They've more experience than me. And they have that so wisdom, they have right? that wisdom that they can share. And, you know, I feel like that's how it should be. 
just like you should find, I really believe every woman and man should find someone that they can mentor because there's always someone younger Mm, than you, less experienced than you that you can mentor, um, myself included, us included. And so it's just, you know, kind of adding to the cycle of life and contributing, um, in that way. But yes, I think that's why it's important is because you want someone that's not going to take sides, who's just going to give you that wisdom. Have you experienced that in a relationship? Yes. Not in ours. Where where you've been in a situation you didn't know who to reach out to or you maybe did have someone to reach out to and you reached out to them and told them this is what's going on. Was yes. it a negative thing or a positive thing? Mm, what do you mean by negative so like, or positive? So like as you say, you have to be careful who you reach out to because oh, okay. their reaction yes. towards you or so that person So in my change. first marriage... It was more negative because I shared a lot, you know, and my first marriage didn't start off that great, you know, um, in the beginning because I was the other woman and I didn't know that I was the other woman. I didn't know he had a girlfriend, um, but, you know, he left her, stayed with me, I forgave him. It was a big old mess. Yeah. Uh, so it started off wrong from the get-go, but, you know, we still had our troubles and issues even down the road because you know trust was broken from very beginning and and so me sharing all the little details of my relationship to close friends and family definitely had them seeing him in a different light you know in my opinion so you know the he wasn't good enough for me or I could do better or you don't deserve that. And, and so you start hearing all these negative comments and they start to seep into your heart, your mind, and you start thinking, yeah, I do deserve better. Yeah. What am I doing? And, you know, and so it's, it wasn't a very positive situation. I was also younger, right? Because I had Mm -hmm. met him when I was 18 and got pregnant at 19, got married at 23. So, yeah, it's just, it wasn't a positive one. But with my second marriage, I was older. I was wiser. I was, you know, involved in my church. I had a better relationship with God. I had recommitted my life to the Lord. And... So now if whenever, you know, we were newly married and first year of marriage tends to be the hardest for some reason, right? You're adapting, you're getting to know each other's personalities, each other's quirks, um, your dislikes and all that stuff, right? And so with my second marriage, we kind of clash sometimes with our personalities. He was very headstrong, very emotional at times where he has no emotion, showed very little emotion, as you know. And so I didn't know what he was thinking or feeling, and he wouldn't share that much. And so that would frustrate me because there wasn't that communication. And so I had a mentor that I went to, um, an older lady at church, who's one of my really good friends now. And she is wiser. She has also gone through a divorce and she's also been part of a blended family because there was issues with blending our families and my son and, and how I handle my son versus how he wanted to handle him and stuff like that. So yeah, we had our issues or we butt heads. Mm-hmm. We overcame them, of course, because I was like, this is it. I am not getting married again. Like I was supposed to be married for life the first time and that didn't work out. So I really wanted to make this work and I loved him. I want, I wanted it to work. And so I got my mentor. We met maybe weekly, sometimes monthly, and she had some really solid advice. Mm. And some of the stuff that I remember Uh, Because, you know, it's not easy blending a family, which we'll talk about in future podcasts. Um, But one of the things that she told me, because, you know, she just listens. She hears me talk. And she's like, well, you know what I'm hearing a lot? I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, oh, no. She's like, 
All I'm hearing is all the bad stuff. Well, he did this and he said this and he, but you're not mentioning anything about you and it's all negative. I don't hear no positive things. So then she was like, why don't you make a list every single day, write down at least one positive thing he said or did. So I started doing that. So I started doing that. And I started noticing more positive things instead of focusing on the negative. Like, oh, he didn't do this today. Oh, did you see how you talked to Carter today? Did you, you know, I started noticing all the the good things, the the positive things. And that helped significantly because I was like, huh, I would, I probably wouldn't have noticed that had I not still been harping on that one small negative thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so that was some of some of the advice. Um, and what I really loved about her is that she didn't take sides. She saw both perspectives and let me see his perspective versus mine and kind of guided me in that way. Yeah. So I really liked that. And she also brought in her personal experience with her second husband and and their blended family and what has worked for them. Now, she would, of course, always say, like, what worked for us might not work for you, but you could try it, you know, because there's no perfect solution to anything. And it's it's trial and error, right? That's what life is about, trial and error. If it doesn't work, try something else um, when it comes to finding a solution to your issues. So the second time I would say was a positive experience. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like it because first of all, it's hard to find someone that you can completely open up to, mm-hmm. share those personal things and not just have one, someone that's going to jump on your side and say, oh girl, oh my gosh, yeah, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that, you mm-hmm. you know, and, and rah, rah, cheer, cheer you as, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing everything fine. It's not you, it's that person. Right. Finding someone who can look at the whole picture and give you true feedback. Yes, very important. And I'm all about feedback and cr- good critique. Like, give me the feedback. Give critique me. Like, I. That's the that's the only way we can learn. Yeah. And grow is to hear from others how we can improve ourselves. You know, it's like a job your supervisor gives you an annual report on your work and how you've done, hopefully, you know, not all jobs do that, but they give you some feedback on what you can work on and improve on. And then you go from there, right? That's the same thing with relationships and, and with growing yourself. Yeah, definitely. There's, um, what was I going to say? the the fact that when 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 you do find someone that you can share those personal things with and get a true response and just like you said they started to point out to you is all i'm hearing is negative is all i hear is mm-hmm. this you know negative 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 it's so easy to get in that place to where we will get in the place and we'll look at everything that you do wrong and not look at the great things that that, that person does. Mm-hmm. You know, there could be a lot of positive things going on. And when we see, typically when we see a relationship that's not healthy, it always seems that they they focus on negative mm-hmm. or something said. You know, one of the things I wrote down is how to tell if a marriage is healthy. A lot of times, if you just look at a couple when they're talking and they're having conversation. Mm -hmm. I can tell how a relationship is just by looking at the wife. Really? Response. Oh, really? To when the husband is talking. Ooh, you should have told me that because I'm going to ask you. Because, no, it's true. Tell me about that couple. And and you could hear it. You could probably do it with your eyes closed. When someone's talking and the husband's telling a story and saying, oh, yeah, we went... You know, last weekend we went to Colorado and we jumped on I, I, I-25 and then we got off on this exit and we were driving 30 miles and it wasn't 30 miles, it was 15 miles. <laughs> okay, does that have anything to do with the end of the story? Is it changing the end game of this whole thing? It's not. But that wife will constantly be jumping in to correct or mm-hmm. 
the husband will be, no, it wasn't that. That's not the way it was. That's not the way it is, you know. Stuff like so that. So what do you think that means? There's irritation in there. And? There's a, a, a I don't want to say a competition. Lack but there's of communication. Lack of Cuban, lack of communication. Lack of respect. Lack of respect. There's proving that I'm correct and you're not. There might be some there's pride some, in like, there. There's sometimes that we talk about things and I'll say something or you'll say something. It might be completely off of what the reality was. But you're when you're talking and telling a story, sometimes, you know, oh, yeah, I bought my wife some daffodils. They're beautiful blue flowers or, you know, orange flowers. And the whole story of the the end game of this thing, and I know I'm kind of probably going out a little <laughs> bit, but... Does it matter what color the flower is? Everyone's going to know. But if you're constantly jumping in that relationship, they weren't orange. They were yellow. And it's the tone. It's not how. It's not what you're saying. Babe, you know those weren't orange. Those were yellow. How do you not remember that? You know, colorblind. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but there's there's certain things. Or when when the husband's telling a story and the the way the wife looks at the husband maybe she's all irritated by him speaking (laughs) rolling his eyes or rolling her eyes or you can tell you can tell just by seeing a couple when they're talking whether to someone else you see the response on that person's face when they look at you like the way you look at me when i'm talking things are good (laughs) how do i look at you (laughs) you're gonna see on camera You know, because there's interest there. A lot of times when when you have good communication, when your relationship is going well, you want to hear the other person. You want to hear life spoken out of your your heart, you know, that's what that's what we're doing. Every time we sit here for this hour to hour and 20 minutes that we're communicating back and forth, we're learning each other's heart. Mm-hmm. We're not focused on correcting each other on no you didn't say that right you didn't tell this story right no, blah, sometimes blah, blah. you miss say a word yeah. and i don't correct you i'm just like i'm gonna oh. let him just oh i misspeak <laughs> a lot i say some I'm stupid like, stuff on this pronounce that word right but i'm just gonna let him say it <laughs> yeah yeah you know and and i think that's that's important you know in in finding someone that can speak life into your relationship without taking a side is so hard. And a lot of times people aren't part of a church. People don't have a group. People don't have people besides family or friends. Mm -hmm. And they go share that with a friend and that friend is automatically on your side. Oh, well, that guy's an a-hole or what a jerk. What a douche, you know? No, I like like friends who are going to tell me the truth, who are not going to beat around the bush, who's going to give it to me straight because they love me and it might be harsh they might have to tell me whoa 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 jelly okay first off you shouldn't have responded that way because those words are inappropriate or whatever they want to tell me but they're telling me and it's coming from a place of love because they want to see me succeed they want to see me grow they don't want to see me stuck and in the same place yeah you know, yeah. so yeah, you need to find friends, mentors that are willing to be honest with you from a place of love. Um, something else that I wrote down is what is the worst relationship advice you've gotten or oh have you ever had bad relationship advice? I'm sure I have. Do you remember any of it? I'm trying to remember. No. Let's see. I think, well, here's one of the things that I've been told, but I don't like it and I never have a hard time following it. I have been told that your husband doesn't need to know everything. You don't need to share every part of your life with your husband. There's some things that should just be left unsaid some of your thoughts, some, you know, that one I have a hard time with because if it was the other way around, I would hate that my husband was keeping stuff from me. Even if it's like the smallest thing, you know, I I just wouldn't like that. And so I make sure that I'm not like that with, with you because I want you to come to me and share things about your day, share things that you're feeling, you know, because yep. that's what I would do. I, 
I feel like there shouldn't be any secrets. There should be nothing hidden. Even if it's like something small, like, oh, I put a dent on the car on accident because I popped a curb. Okay. That's really small to me. I don't know. That might be something big for all those car gurus. But for me, I'm like, okay, it's just a dent. It's a materialistic thing. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, but like if my husband is having pain in a certain area of his body or is having these major headaches for months and months and I don't know about it and doesn't even tell me until it's the last minute and Stop. finally they tell me. Stop. That's not now, true. I, I heard that now, now. that tone just changed a little bit there. Like I was Hold doing up. that because I was not Hold doing up. that. I wasn't talking about you, but you did do that yesterday. But that was minimal. Uh, like, so what I mean is like you're keeping yeah. this for months, right? Yeah. Like I could have gotten you to see a doctor. I could have something, right? That, that's not okay. Or maybe you decide to, I don't know, go to TDs after work with the boys and you decide not to tell me. You just tell me, oh, we went for some drinks or we went to go have dinner. And you don't tell me the actual location. That's disrespectful right there. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, me and the girls, we're going to go out and this is what we're doing and then go somewhere else. I just couldn't do that. But that's, you know, that's me. And that's my conviction. It's not everyone's conviction. So, but I have been told, oh, your husband doesn't need to know everything. Well, that's still a big thing these days. That to me is not good advice. In men's advice... Of what goes around right now, that's one of the main, one of the main things that men are giving information to men of not to do with your spouse or with your wife or with the relationship mm-hmm. that you're in is basically be stoic, be a mountain, be unmovable. Mountains don't are immovable. Don't share your face. So don't share your emotions. Yeah. Um, one of the comments I heard is, don't share your emotions. Keep it in your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because it's a guy, right? I mean, there's it, no emotion down the there. Men, there's um, <laughs> you could get so, pretty emotional down there, but it's there's a lot of feedback that goes towards men that are saying that don't share stuff mm-hmm. with your your spouse. Don't tell your your wife your emotions, your feelings. Mm-hmm. There, there are certain things I go through dur- during the day, and I don't may not tell you like every little thing yeah. that frustrated me, or mm-hmm. but most of the time, like even today, I came home, I was like, oh, babe. But I can tell because I see it yeah. on your face. Yes, yesterday I wore it a lot. Mm-hmm. Today I'm a lot better, but I was I'm still irritated with some stuff that's happened, and mm-hmm. but I share that with you because I want you to know. The only way you get to know me and get to know how I react to things and what pushes my buttons or what makes me upset is if I share things. Yeah. And it's not making me a weaker person. Mm-hmm. It's not making me we- look weaker in your eyes. But that is a teaching that's going around right now that as a man, you don't, you don't need to share that stuff with your wife. You be... You be tough, you be strong, you be, and that doesn't make me weak. I can still be strong. Yeah. I am still strong. That's how you build I am a partnership. St- yeah. I mean, I don't come to you crying. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, babe, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I had this at work today. Because then if right. I couldn't handle myself in that position, yeah. that would come off as like, oh my gosh. That, that would be a big turn My off. husband's a big, it yeah, would I'm going to beep that out. a turn off. <laughs> <laughs> But there are things that I share with you and I know that I need to share with you in order mm-hmm. for us to have openness. Mm-hmm. And there's like I, I don't feel there's anything that we cannot talk about. Well, we've talked about some uh, uncomfortable things, I think, for, you know, some of the things that we've, you know, either gone through with not each other or, mm-hmm. you know, our past. And sometimes that's not always great to hear, but. We don't look at each other differently. We, if not, if anything, I think we love each other more. Yeah. And that's our situation. I don't know what other people's situations are, but well, I know. When you talk about something that you struggled with when you were younger, 
that just sharing that I feel like makes us closer makes our relationship stronger and I get to see a little bit more about you yeah well and it's important if 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 we want our relationship to be strong and we want our relationship to grow we have to be open we have to be vulnerable I mean do I have to be a mountain and be stoic all the time and not show emotion to you? And I mean, you're a man's going to show emotion despite mm-hmm. whether it's anger, whether it's just. And I, I've I've seen relationships where men are just like, um, I I can I don't know I I just can't be that man where <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. You're not the whatever man. Hmm, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I, were very yeah. silly, goofy, very um, exuberant. Yeah, your I'm, personality I'm but... is very <clears throat> bright. <laughs> you have these facial expressions. Yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah. I I, I like, like letting loose. I like being myself. I enjoy being who I am. Do I? Let my guard down sometimes, possibly, mm-hmm. but it's not in a place where it makes me any less or it makes you look at me any less. No. So. You're very ma- very much a man, honey. Wow. Mm. I can prove it. Wow. <laughs> what does that mean? You're just, you're, you're awesome. <laughs> You know that that's one of the things that that is taught to men, or now the whole masculine versus femininity. Feminine. You Let's know? talk about that. And and that's kind of going away. There's there's. You think? Because I have always look, been very masculine. Not well, physically. I'm saying you know what I mean, like because I'm very you've independent. Had to take the role yes. to being in that at. Yes, I've had to make decisions. I've had to be independent. I've had to be the one to pay the bills. I've had to to do all these roles. And I think part of it, though, also comes with our upbringing. Like my mom is very much in her masculine, has been all the time. I have never seen her. I mean, yes, she's feminine. Trust me. She's girly girl, heels, dress, dolls up, very feminine. But on the outside. But what I mean is she is always in that masculine role because of how independent she was. And maybe it's because she lost her dad when she was 15. Yeah. You know? And so she had to step into that masculinity from a, from a very young age. And so she really needs like a man that's going to take over. That's not going to let her be in her masculinity all the time. Right. And, and I think that's where I'm, I was for so long is that I also didn't let a man take over because I didn't grow up that way either. Yeah. Saw my mom. You were taught to. Yeah. I'm like, nope, handle your business, pay your bills, you know? And so I think like now, but see, I have a different mentality now because yes, I'm feminine. Yes, I could be masculine, but I'm about partnership and teamwork. Like we have that where... We both make the income. We both pay bills. We both clean the house. Although I do clean a little bit more, but that's just because I'm a clean freak. And, you know, but anything outside, yard work related, that's all you, boo. Cars, that's all you. Like, you know, we we have had that conversation mm-hmm. where we have distributed specific tasks to one another. Yeah. Right? And And I think that's important to discuss before you even get married is who's going to do what? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? And we were very open about all of that with each other. So to me, it's like a partnership. Would I love to be a stay-at-home mom with no kids? Heck yeah, I would. I'd like to be a stay-at-home dog mom because, you know, my kid's like 14. It's very independent. And we don't have Elijah that often. You know, he's 10. But... Who wouldn't want to? Because then guess what? House would be immaculate. You'd have three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, everything would be done if I didn't have to work, (laughs) right? 
But that's not the case because we have a certain lifestyle that we want to live and we haven't, you know, gotten to the point to yeah. that point yet, which yeah. I'm sure we will one day. Yeah. Uh, but, and that's okay. But to me, it's more of like a partnership. Like I don't want my man to do it all. Yeah. You know, that's, I just not how I was raised and that's not what I like. Yeah. Everyone has their preference. Yeah. And everyone's roles are going to be different too, depending on your house, depending how things Mm -hmm. are, you know? Exactly. A lot of times, even now they say, you know, well, a woman should cook, a woman should clean, a woman should, um, take care of the kids and i don't remember if they're saying that they should that is very old discipline school. the kids or not but things have changed it you is know? old they're, school and, mentality and, and taking responsibility of just things that need to be done is huge i mean you just need to mm-hmm. you work as a team you're gonna work better as a team when someone you feel like you're backed yeah and not just oh well that's not my role that's her role yeah you know so exactly you know? and if you don't have that oh man I, I i remember had a family friend growing up was probably about 10 15 years older than me so he him and his wife were in a marriage and he was the type of man that was like nope that my wife does these things and the kids do these things and everyone else did everything basically he would go to work come home Sit on the couch, and that was his spot. Ugh, didn't that do would laundry. Just irk me. Didn't cook. Didn't do any of the chores. If trash needed to be thrown, that w- mijito son, come here. <laughs> See, and that would no. just irk me, ugh, to the core. But some women are okay with that, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm that's just funny. not that woman. Mm-mm. No, help me please you know and you do like you'll start the irobot you are the first one to put clothes away before i do like i'll wash it i'll dry it but it will sit in the basket for a week yeah not don't mind doing that i like doing that. i don't know why i like folding clothes but you yeah. do now you don't always put you don't ever i don't say you don't ever <laughs> put them in the right spot my clothes according to your my almanac system. of clothing <laughs> systems but you know what? In the past, that would bug me, and I'd be like, and I would be, I would nag and be like, "You're not doing it right. I need it to go like this." And and then <laughs> I would get frustrated and be like, "Just don't do it." Like, no. Now, older, wiser me, I'm like, oh, my babe made an effort and put away clothes. I can't find the top I need to wear, but that's okay because it's clean and hanging somewhere. That's me now. Like I don't even tell you anymore. Now, now I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna keep looking, keep looking. Like, and that's okay because you've made the effort. And to me, now it's it's more, more about important. effort, and that's more important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, I think we've found a good balance that works for us. So, yes, we're still improving on some areas. Well, which there's is always nice. room for improvement, right? Yeah. Always. With that, I also wrote down. Oh, my. How do you get out of a rut? So when your marriage or relationship gets into a rut, maybe it's something like with what we talked about. Maybe it's communication. Maybe it's chores or roles that you have in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And when, when you're in that rut, how do you get out of a rut? Change the scenery. Meaning? Don't just do your everyday, go to work, come home, have dinner. No, change the scenery. Spice it up. Do something different. Have dinner outside. Mm. Or, you know, go do an activity. Go fly kites in in April, spring when it's windy. Something you've never done before with each other. You know, that just a new activity can spark something different in your relationship. You know, maybe try something neither of you have tried before or one has and the other hasn't. And just seeing your spouse laughing or reacting to something yeah. new like that can spark conversation and and something it could ignite something new in your in your heart, you know, just seeing them in a different environment. I mean, to me that always works for me. You know, it might not work for everyone. What would you I say to get out of a rut? 
I like that because you like in in past relationships I've never never experienced that for one thing or like heard that hmm. of like hey something might not be clicking in your relationship at home change the scenery just go try something you new. might not know what it is in, until in, you get out of your scenery when you hear that like sometimes you're like hmm how's that going to affect our communication though how's that going to affect our dynamics at home how's that going to affect our roles at home but when you seriously think about it when you get out of your comfort zone and you're connecting, that does create a spark. Like I know when we do something new or we go out and just we do something different, mm -hmm. it's exciting for mm -hmm. one thing. It's new, so your your brain is like, I don't know, active, firing and active. Yeah. But it does create a lot of laughter and it there's does. chances to open up like new things. Like that time we went to go see that flamenco show. Mm. that was a lot of fun that was i didn't think it was going to be as good as it was mm. and then with the guitarra i don't know how he does it but you know the oh my gosh and you play guitar so you enjoyed that i like to dance and i'm like ooh, look at that footwork you know and it's and it came with the dinner yeah that was and it's, that was romantic it was romantic it was local i mean it, you almost got pregnant that night <laughs> Shut up. First of all, impossible. Okay. Yeah. TMI. Impossible TMI. because you're fixed. So that's not uh, ever going to happen. There's no baby Tafoyas over here. Uh, but uh, you're getting off track. You started it. <laughs> shoot <laughs> that was that was great like that that night was fun it. oh and you looked good that night too mm. Mm -hmm. she wore these heels that i had gotten her yes i was so shocked because i bought you I've some never heels. had a man buy me heels before i was like did he just buy me some sexy heels oh yeah i did <gasps> Oh my gosh, my heart again fell to the floor. <laughs> I was like, dang. I was like, okay, okay, he he's different. So yeah, that was I like did. a three, four hour thing, wasn't it? We were there. We it was what like, time did the show start? I think it was Seven. Like a, like we almost got out of there like at ten. Two or three hours. Yeah, it was three hours. Yeah. That was fun. Well, yeah. we're gonna do so that. So that's again. something we're new. That if you're looking for something to do in Albuquerque, New Mexico, try going to the flamenco show. I forget the name of it, but if you just Google flamenco show, you'll find it. Yeah, it's at Hotel Albuquerque. Yeah, it's awesome. Great yeah. atmosphere. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the setting was perfect. Yeah. We had our own little table right at the front. Right at the front. That was awesome. Was yeah. Great. What else have we done? Um, that's new or exciting or we're gonna try a new restaurant next week yeah next friday be, antiquity exciting. It's supposed to be a romantic restaurant yeah we've we've been we were supposed to go there once before we didn't do it mm -hmm. in old town yeah so. but i'm excited for that me too i'm excited mm -hmm. for that that was that was unexpected on on the day that we got married, we got back to our hotel, and when we got into the room, we were getting relaxed. We were, we had opened a bottle of wine. What? Why do you? Why are you? I don't know where this is going. That's why I'm giving you this look. You think I'm going to say something? I don't know. You what think you're I'm going to go inappropriate? Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> we had went into the room. We started, you know, getting out of our our dress clothes mm -hmm. and get into our robes and get mm -hmm. comfortable and yep. relax because. We had a bottle of wine. We had some snacks. We had some stuff that was sitting around. And mm -hmm. um, our great friends, like, went back and they threw rose petals everywhere. And, All over like, the Like, they floor, set the this bed, room up for, oh, my god, Wrote gosh. on the mirror. Like, was, you see this stuff in movies, but it was so much better. Yeah, it wasn't expected. It was very nice. <laughs> yeah, and we, we, were, we were getting ready to just sit down and relax. And there was a card sitting on the dresser the on the nightstand by the bed and didn't say anything on it it was just a basic card and it had a little thing i was like huh i didn't even notice i it. i <laughs> thought maybe oh look the the uh 
hotel left us a card to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> Congratulations on your wedding night. You know, that's what I thought it was going to be. And some really good friends of ours l- left us a gift certificate. gift certificate to antiquity for like $150 to go have dinner. dinner. And we've been... Planning to do that, but we're always busy with so I many know. other things. That's been and, since October, so we're finally going next week. So five months later. We're excited. Yep. <laughs> so thank you. Yep. Who Can't was wait. that? You know who that was. Dana and Rob. Dana and Rob. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yes, they got us the gift certificate. So yeah. that, that's where you were going with that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I you, you got a little, <laughs> you were starting to sweat there for a minute. No, I wasn't. You, you think don't know. I was going to give some details about that evening? No. But with you, who knows? Like, seriously, I don't know what you're going to say sometimes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, my family's listening. I was like, she slipped out of that wedding dress. Oh, and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just spit how, a bubble how, at how me. How do you like that? You're always spitting at me. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yes, that was, that was a nice, unexpected little surprise. So, you know what I want to hear though? I want to hear what's the worst relationship advice you've ever received. Ugh. Um, if you can remember the worst relationship advice I've ever received. I remember someone telling me one time to... Find someone who loves you more than they love you. How is that bad advice? Because I don't think that's healthy in a sense. I've gotten told that too. Because that's more of like a protection thing, I think, of when people say something like that. Now, you might find someone that loves you more than they love you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you say you love me more than I love you, but I I, I disagree with that sometimes. So... Anyways, I just say that because I like competition. Yeah, I like healthy competition that leads to other things. Because <laughs> if I say you, I don't understand. Because that. if I say I love you more, then you're gonna show me how much more you <laughs> love me. <laughs> Did I just give away my secret? <laughs> Uh, now I know what she keeps telling me that. Okay. Okay. Yes, baby. Um, it's all about <coughs> playing the game, you know? Wow. I don't know if that's horrible advice, but I remember that's something I was Yeah, like, no, I oh, actually oh. have heard that. And actually, my grandpa has said that. My grandpa who, who passed when I was mm, 18, 19. <coughs> Excuse me. He would say make sure you marry someone that loves you more than you love them and how does that sit with you is that a good thing or a bad thing excuse me how do you see it well i think if you marry someone that loves you more than you love them the chances of you getting hurt are pretty slim right Mm mm-hmm Because they love you like so much that they don't want to hurt you ever. So there might be more trust there. You can trust them more because you know how much they love you. Yeah. But then how is that fair to that person? Right? To the other person. Yeah. I mean, because then you're always in a place of. Oh, do they love me? Does she care about me? I don't know if she loves me too. Oh well, yeah, that that's a that's not healthy. <clears throat> Have you ever been in that position? I don't think so. No. Have you ever thought that? That or doubted I... <clears throat> that you were loved or doubted that you were cared for as much as Yes. Yeah. Yes, but that stems from my childhood experience. And not from like my relationship with them. There's times where I I would question like, well, do you love me? Because I hadn't been shown or expressed love in a while, maybe a day or two. And then I start questioning it. Oh, he hasn't done this today. He hasn't Mm -hmm. touched me. He hasn't said this. He hasn't, you know, showed the normal affection or 
or anything like that. So yes, of course I've questioned it. It, and I would need all that reassurance, but that's because of the lack of love that I didn't receive as a child that stems from that. So my mind just goes there. When it comes from your childhood versus in a relationship, there's a big difference, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times it's just a mindset that you have to overcome from childhood things to receive love a certain way or to be open to... It's a childhood thing, but also it would it was past ex- past relationships, right? Like where there was cheating involved, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm not loved." So it was also a trust issue because of my past relationship experience. So it's a it was a combination <clears throat> that put me in that situation where I'm like, "Do they love me?" And I would, and I'm a direct person, so I'm gonna be direct and be like, "Do you still love me? Do you love me today?" You know, and then. See how they respond. Yeah. And you look for those actions, right? I mean, actions are what's going to show you <clears throat> if you're being loved. Actions speak louder <clears throat> than words to me. Yes. Yeah. Which is actually something I'm working on with my son, Carter, because <clears throat> you hear him. He says, you don't love me. He tells me all the time, guys, like, you don't love me, mom. You love Jeremy more. You don't love me. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like freaking teenagers. I can't keep up with their emotions. You're like, I thought I was emotional. No. Try having a teenager because they're 10 times more emotional than any adult. And I'm just like, Carter, of course I love you. You know, but I don't want him to grow up feeling that lack of love in his childhood and his adolescent years to where he's constantly wanting love from a woman or, you know trying to find love in the wrong places because he thinks he didn't receive proper love growing up. I don't want that for him. Looking for acceptance or looking for... Yes. Yes. So I'm trying to to be better at fixing that because I don't want his mind to go that way. That's hard with a teenager. It's hard with a teenager, but it's also hard... Because they don't want to be loved and then they want to be loved. Exactly. They don't want to talk to you. They want to be in the room and then all of a sudden they want to be in your face. First they're sour, then they're sweet, like a a Sour Patch kid. But then it's also hard because I only get him every other week as well. So I can only do it on 50% of the time when I have him. So I guess at this point it's about consistency. But... Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I enjoy. It. I really do enjoy our relationship. Um, you think when we I need th- anything? <clears throat> is there anything we can improve? Nothing that stands out. I mean, I can't think of anything that's lacking. <clears throat> I mean, there. I think there's always room for improvement. You can always. Uh-huh. You can always grow in many areas. I mean. Yes. You know, but I think we're I'm just curious. I think we're doing good. I mean, I I don't think. I know. I know we're doing good because I mean, it's it's healthy. It's peaceful. That's that that to me speaks even when I'm hangry. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're just annoying for 45 minutes or so. And it's like, okay, she ate. Like, if you would have saw her an hour and 20 minutes ago. Oh, see. She was not this beautiful, young, sweet thing that she is now. She was like, come eat. Go do this. Let's start. Get your guitar. Get the computer. Where's my battery? Where's the SD card? I was not that bad. <laughs> My food settled. I know. <laughs> now she's full smiles. Tummy's not growling. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Cool. You are delightful to be around. Mm. Ditto, babe. You are. You are. I remember when we started dating, you were like, I'm a lot to handle. <laughs> I did say that. I was like, can, are you sure you can handle a black skin? Have you ever been with a black person before? <laughs> Remember I told you that? Oh, my God. It's like, no, but I've wanted to date 
I've always thought of dating like a couple different ethnic girls and (coughs) never had the chance, never until now. Wow. Now I got seven in one. Wow. (laughs) Well. I was like, huh, I've never dated a full Spanish girl. Like I was, I was like, I need to date a Spanish girl one of these days. Someone who speaks Spanish. Maybe I won't know what they're saying, (laughs) but you know. We can connect with love. Wow. Yeah. And then came you. (coughs) Fool. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, baby. Yep. Never date anyone with colored eyes before. Always wanted to. (coughs) I remember I had a crush on a girl that had... They were like really blue 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 eyes and i was like oh it's so pretty <clears throat> well and then i saw you and i was like oh, maybe so we pretty. can duplicate it and have a baby <laughs> <laughs> coming from the person that just said not gonna happen no baby tafoya's coming around here i know i just give you a hard time because i know because i know you're fixed Carter, yeah, we've, Carter we've tell, discussed. My son tells him all the time, <clears throat> you should get unneutered so that we can have a neuter I am sibling. not neutered. I know, but he calls it that. He, doesn't he thinks know. I walk around like my Doberman <laughs> with no sack anywhere. He doesn't know the proper term. But yeah, yeah. I was just like, Carter, no. Anyways, I was like, you're 14. A- you're going to leave your, us and they're going to leave us without a free babysitter. No, thanks. No, I didn't tell him that, but uh, but yeah, he he's always wanting a sibling. He's like, you guys should. I was like, no, go ask your dad. <laughs> no, we actually have had that discussion before, and um, it's you know, possible. Um, I know it's possible. There's a well, nothing's impossible, right? No, but but it would require medical reversing. It reverse. is expensive. Like what, five grand to Oh no, 10 honey. Grand? Oh no? no. Try fifteen to twenty Is it grand. That much now? Yes, I Googled it. <laughs> but um I can get a Brazilian <clears throat> butt lift for that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Imagine me with a Brazilian butt lift. No, I can't imagine. Yeah, that. I can't imagine you. Already you already <clears throat> have one, so But no, it's just not it's just stop. It's just natural. Uh, Yes. BBL. Wow. That's what it's called, right? BBL? That's what, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mix BBW and BBL. I don't know. The, I have no idea what you're just talking about. BBW. I don't know the W. Anyways, but yeah, <clears throat> so no babies. And uh, I mean, there's always adoption. I mean, you adopted yeah. Elijah in your second marriage. You could always adopt again, right? Yes. So that's not off the table. Or we can table. get dogs. We have two dogs already. Yeah, they grow a lot faster than kids. So, <laughs> no, we're actually pretty content with where we're at, and we have plans to travel and to do other stuff. Yes, within <clears throat> the next year, we have some goals to clear up some things mm-hmm. financially, and then we are going to enjoy each other oh and yeah so those mark off <clears throat> new locations that we have had Our, sexual encounters in. wow that's not where i was going <laughs> but i was gonna say mark uh, off our kidding. bucket list yeah, items. that's what i meant that's what i meant <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so for those of you who were wondering <laughs> no no kids for us i think we're we're pretty good a lot of times it takes a lot of practice to be good at something. <laughs> I just tell my son, I was like, listen, just marry you someone that's going to give you at least four kids because I want at least four grandbabies. Thank you. <laughs> he just laughs. He's like, okay, mom. <laughs> four Plus we kids have in 2020 Christian's or 2030. going to give us kids too. Yes. I Can't love wait. me some part-time kids. Part-time kids. <laughs> no, but see how my we're we're is. we have a huge hearts. <laughs> we're really big givers, and we can't wait to give. 
Yeah. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So fun. thank you guys for listening to our episode 11 this time around. You know, it was kind of just open for discussion about anything. And no, we didn't really have a set topic today. <clears throat> not a set topic. Of... We just kind of talked and it was nice. So like and subscribe to all of our channels, all of our social media sites. We would love to hear from you and yes. tell us what you think about this episode. Yeah. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what else to say. I think we covered it all. Oh, this is. Thanks for joining the <laughs> Turning the Page with Jer. And Jell. We'll see you next week. Is that good? Yeah. Or do I need to say, this is Turning the Page with Jer. You're saying. Say it again. Jell. Say it again. And say it again. <laughs> <laughs> say it one more time. Ready yeah. and go. You just watched Turning the Page with Jer. And Jell. We'll see you next week. We just rocked your world with turning the page with Jer. And Jell. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, uh, bye, y'all. Bye.